All right, welcome in. Just sitting here. I'm Joe Murray. Uh, another week. What do you got? F- week five? Week five of the Just Sitting Here podcast. Um, and I am, uh, it's starting to get a little nicer out, finally. Uh, so the weather's getting much better here. Uh, right now, I know we are on Facebook and on Twitter, and Periscope. So uh, hopefully we get that connected because it's telling me I have an error, but we'll, we'll see how that works out uh, throughout here. But uh, Joe Murray here for another week with you. We got another uh, week of guests, another week of topics, uh, and we're going to have some fun today. I'm uh, going to go way back with uh, Dave Cullinan. He's uh, now part of the uh, Callahan podcast. Uh, we go way back, so I'll bring him in in just a minute here. But do have thoughts on the Jordan documentary, uh, which uh, continues now. We've seen six episodes of that, uh, which is very good. Um, and also, uh, I've seen some shows lately that I, I wanted to talk about that I thought would have been pretty good. So uh, we'll start there today. We'll, uh, let's bring in the guest for today. His name is Dave Cullinane. Uh, he is part of the Jerry Callahan podcast uh, that is heard. I don't know where. <laughs> where where's this podcast heard? This podcast uh, on Apple, well, this right? podcast is on fa- Facebook and uh, and Twitter. I, I love when media people like act like they don't know what a podcast is. What are you talking about? Well, I know what a, I know what a podcast yeah. is, but it's everywhere. It's on the uh, it's on Apple. It's on Spotify. Everywhere you get your podcast, you you can find it. So it's it's going well. Yeah, yeah. All right, Dave. I have a lot of like stories about you, with you, and <laughs> seeing things about you. Okay. Because um, first, first of all, we haven't talked in probably we we uh, randomly text or randomly have a call here and there, but we haven't talked in long form like this for probably what six years. Yeah. Was it you who went big time? I don't think I went. What do you mean big time? What well, what happened? What do you mean? What are you talking about? I think you I don't know. Where'd you, you go? Where'd you go? I, didn't you leave the radio station before I did? I think you got the job at the hub and I was still back there. I don't even know, but I don't know how it all played out. I don't know. I see you all over the social media now. <laughs> you're, you're, people talk <laughs> about you. No, people talk about you and the shit that you do all the time. <laughs> that's, well, that's because. So we'll get into it. That's I became. I'm not even going to call it relevant. It's not relevant, but I filled in um, for Kirk Minahan's producer on his new podcast and through Barstool, and he just like made me relevant on Twitter. So we had a lot of fun, and it was a blast filling in for his producer for those three weeks. Uh, but yeah, but he has his like mainstay hardcore fans, and I interacted a shit ton with them during that stint and it just kind of made me relevant but i just tweet nonsense like i don't even know i make zero sense callahan gives me shit about that all the time i just i don't know i'm probably that that stereotypical annoying twitter guy where i'm like you know i'm drinking pink whitney right now looking for twitter applause like an asshole you know what i mean like it's just but it's i don't know it's random um all right i'll ask you about the callahan podcast in a bit um so all right we go way back dave uh, I don't want to bore everybody, but uh, I was working at 1510 The Zone at the time, and I get this email from this kid. Hey, man, come over to our station. Uh, Dave was doing, like, sales and programming at a small station called WBNW, which I have photos of. Yes. Uh, which I will pull up here in a little bit. And he's like, hey, come over here. You know, we can we can do, like, something where you can sell some ads and, like, whatever. And I'm like, oh, what the who, who that? What is this? You know, like, who who is this? And I'm interested because I needed reps. I, I, you know, again, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on when you first met me, but I needed reps and you're like, come in here. And I went to the station and I was like, where's the studio? And you were like, right here. 
Yeah. And it was the table and a headset that you're basically wearing right now that you probably stole from them. Oh, so, yeah. We did, we did have headsets, didn't we, back then? That's it was right. a table and a headset, Dave. Yeah. Yep. That's what you sold me was, on. Was there, a, was there a control room? Was there? There was, there, right? There, there, was was a, there was a board on the other side. Yep. An old board. Yeah. Like, like old, like ones and twos. Yes. Old board. But by the way, those boards... Until like the last two years, those boards always had like the wooden frames looking like they're from the 40s. And they were, I think they're like $30,000. It's ridiculous. So, yeah, I remember, I remember that board quite well. Yep. Well, uh, you're like, all right, let's do a station here. And I'm like, all right, dude, well, I need the reps. Like, all right, let's see what happens. And uh, so I showed up and then you were my producer for a bit. Yep. Um, and then were you like, who, this kid, what, tell me what you thought about the young, Joey Murr, when you young Joey Murr, yeah, it was, it was that was one of the weirdest days when you went to the hub and you were going by Joe Murray for me. <laughs> that was that was strange, but uh, but yeah, I think I reached out to you when you work at those the smaller stations. You just do everything. It's a great place to learn. You kind of just fail forward. Um, so I think I was I was there probably just as a producer at the time. Uh, and kind of given free reign to screw around with the station. So I, you know, did my own sports show with my buddies, which is a colossal train wreck. Uh, but then I just started reaching out to people. And my, I think the idea back then, not that any of us were going to make money doing any of it or sell anything, to be honest with you, but the idea was just get people who are interested in or currently producing radio shows to just like start the buzz and talking about the station and that it exists. And that like that pissed off all the current clients, by the way, all the current clients were like financial advisors doing stuff at eight o'clock in the morning. They're like, what the hell are you doing with Joey Murr on Saturdays? It's, you know, because it was branded as like a business and financial station. Um, but I just remember reaching out to a bunch of guys, you probably first, to be honest with you. And then you introduced me to like, seven more we ended up watching like six or seven uh shows on a saturday we called it sports saturday which is quite it unique worked. right it it worked. yeah so we did a sports saturday thing and uh it just kind of picked up but you would you you needed reps but you were you were basically there you know what i mean like you were you were already doing shows at fifteen ten and stuff like that so you were i would say Right now, like I know that if you never got a phone call, you could do a, you could do a radio show for four hours if no calls came in. I would be confident that you could pull that off. Back then, you probably couldn't have. That was the one. And and by the way, I can't do that right now for sure. That's not my skill set. No, there's no way. Yeah. And, and again, doing like a – so that's what people don't understand about radio is um, now everyone's doing a podcast, right? Like any – and don't get me wrong. There's there's a talent in like – being entertaining and doing a show for a period of time there there is a talent you develop it over time so people just have it um i didn't uh, i like you know i was a punk kid from hyde park with a bad boston accent that needed to learn how to change it um but at the same time like i what i what i thought wasn't always the right way um you were working for a very successful guy in barry armstrong we'll name drop him yep uh, he was the owner of the station. He's been very successful now and has a had a show or still has a show called the yep. Financial Exchange, which uh, does very well here in the Boston area. But you know that guy was a smart dude. Like the thought, his thoughts on okay, let's bring in business professionals to uh, essentially solicit their business. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, use other sources, whether it was uh, you know a vignette on Howie Car Show or. Yeah. Yeah, that, I mean, that all evolved. Like there was a there was a 50,000 watt station that was branded as the business station in town. And what WBNW was where we were, 
was, you know, Barry purchased that. He was on that bigger station. Then he purchases the small one. It was like the minor leagues of that other station. You know what I mean? So if you couldn't afford to purchase time on that other station, you would come to WBNW and, and stuff like that. But obviously, you know, a 5,000 watt station, we would go, you know, we were desperate. That's why like your show would come on. And I felt like you would bring a crew with you. You would have at least two co-hosts. You'd interact with the producer. You would, you know, you'd plan a ton of guests because we were never getting a call on that station. <laughs> oh my God. If anybody is out there, yeah, please call yeah. in. That was, that you was know, what's funny. We, we used to talk about this all the time. Like you could have talked about the trending story all day and nobody would have called. But if you gave away like a family four pack to, the friggin' paw socks, the lines would just light up. It was the dumbest thing. And it had a flashing light. Yeah. Uh, whenever somebody was calling in, we'd see the light. Everyone would be distracted and be like, whoa, <laughs> yeah, somebody's right. calling. So I have a couple stories about this, and I don't want to bore everybody. Um, but one, there was a guy who sent in an email once who used to just listen to AM programming and try to translate what it was. Yep. And he was in like another, I thought, I think he was in Newfoundland. I don't know where it was. Oh, those, yeah, those come in all the time. Yep. And he would like send it in. He's like, I think they're talking sports. And I think your name is Joe, yeah, but yeah. I can't really tell. And like, I got this thing one day and I'm like, whoa, like somebody's listening on AM radio yeah. that heard from like, from somewhere else. So I thought that was the coolest thing. It's like probably. a weird, it's a weird hobby that people have out there with radio. I used to get those emails all the time. Like, Hey, I heard WBNW 1120 K like all these, like, uh, wattage XYZ, like all this madness. And they just want that reassurance that like we, we can confirm that what they did was right. And they can kind of like add that to their tally. It's some kind of like hobby. I don't know. I used to get that shit all the time. I actually still get that stuff. I still get emails about WB wow. to this day. Yeah. Uh, yes, I do too. Sometimes um, <laughs> you owe somebody a family four pack. Of no, no, not that. It's more like, uh, where's that Cullinane kid? Oh God. What happened to him? He never called me ever again. Like, oh, so, so I'm like, dude, I haven't worked there in 10 years. Oh. Anyways. Um, but yeah, so that was, that was one thing. Uh, I'm trying to remember what else. Oh, so I was a sales guy. Like that's dude. I, I I ran a board, but like I wanted to be on the air, but I had to sell. Yep. That's what I had to do to get on there. And so, dude, I was selling like yeah. I was selling this small little show. You win, you win phases like you had your own show, by the way. You got to you got to give the shout out. It, it was the sports blast with Joey, sure. Mark, which was Bro, the I, of the century and the logo right. of the century. But I mean, if people want to see it, here we go. Oh, yeah. Sure. Nice. Is that a uh, that's a Greg. That's, that's a Greg, Greg Caparel right. who is now doing great things. Uh, he is. He is now a photographer for many radio stations across town. Yep. Uh, but that was the Sports Blast. This was the WBNW logo at the time, which he created. Yep. That's off the wall. You just took your. That's a picture from the wall. That's that's that is that, yes. I, I probably could have found the image for you, but whatever. Uh, this is the the Glaston Studio. Yep. Uh, that was built that day, which we thought was like the greatest thing in the world. Yep. That's right. Um, and then this guy, I don't know who that guy is. That's like a hundred pounds ago. <laughs> right <laughs> and what the, what is this beard i think is, that's they're still there right like they're still in that space i, I think they are yeah yeah, yeah. those are the um days. but like who's that guy yeah and look at that hat the kango still rocking that thing and then i found this one today like that's the only picture i have of dave cullen in that's absurd what a picture so that's got to be what are we going back to there that's got, is that like 2009 2010 yeah maybe yeah. eight or nine yeah that's wild um but that yeah i have more pictures that's oh and then like I, remember when it got branded money matters yep yep then we went to money matters boston yep that was when i was trying to basically steal the espn uh boston espn chicago model and stuff like that i mean that was the thing at least in in that time 
and that was what I liked about you, right? Like, you, and this isn't just to kiss your ass. You were like a student of what was going on, right? And I was the same way. So I, you know, we liked to, we tried to model what we were doing after what other people were doing. You were selling your show, but then you later came on and started selling the station. So there was like, there was actual collaboration with you versus there was a lot of clients of that station that like, they just bought the time and you barely talked to them. You know what I mean? Whereas with you, it was more like we were trying to grow something. We were probably unsuccessful at it, but at least we gave it a shot, you know? Yeah. And so what people don't realize at the time, what were the main stations? Like WEI was a, was a mainstay when it came to talking sports. Yep. 890 was kind of going down the tubes. Yep. Um, obviously, financially, uh, they, they were going down. But you're like talking, you're talking just from a sports, just stage. in general, like RKO was going strong, but they needed a little buy time at time, you know, because you know most of their stuff was syndicated or at Howie, you know. Yep. Yep. But like you know, as far as the stations go, like yeah, like old, I think oldies was still going. That's right. Obviously, WBZ was big, but when it came to business news, like I think most people went to either RKO or WBZ. Um, I knew some people knew who Barry was because of his appearances like on Fox. I remember even if you just general, I mean, we're talking like AM radio stations, which is to me, it's even insane that we're like, they still exist to this day. Like it's insane that BZ isn't on FM. It's insane that RKO isn't on FM to this point. I remember being, um, and we were just invited because we were like, hypothetically, we were a mix of programming and clients, which I think they still are. But we went to like a, a town hall for Intercom. And I remember David Field was up on stage with Julie Kahn at the time. And they opened it up for questions. And this is right when the Sports Hub was coming out. Or actually, this is, you know, let's just call it six months. But the Sports Hub came and it went to FM. And I remember uh, Ordway and I remember Dino raising their hand during that meeting to ask David Field, like, do you realize that nobody under the age of 35 knows what AM radio is? And and that was and it wasn't like a I'm just raising my hand to give you shit that we're not FM and somebody's coming in to eat our lunch. It's it was like this is this is data. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like I'm just telling you. I know you call the shots, but here's data. Nobody under the age of 35 knows what AM radio is. I wanted to be in radio since I was six years old. I was brought into Kiss 108. I only knew of AM radio when I basically got into radio. You know, and I, I think I knew, like, I knew EEI, I knew what they were doing, but I didn't listen. I didn't listen that much. That was the only one. You know what I mean? I definitely didn't, like, think about it. I don't I don't know. It's it, AM just, to me, is still strange to think that it, it exists. It, it still is, but, dude, it was the only way in. And, yeah. and then all of a sudden, it was like, oh, you listen online, you know? Yep. And then it became the app. Yep. Oh, everyone, you got to get to tap that app. You know what I mean? You yep. got to get into that. Um, the one thing that you did, Dave, you tried to be a little different, though. You You started the live stream. Like there was a live stream in the studio. It was good. Yeah. Um, you had to go to the website to find it. I don't know what website it was, you yep. know, yep. but, but like that was a good idea because syndication between radio shows and television was becoming big. You know, if you know the Mike and Mike format and things like that, that, that was big. Like people actually liked watching that. Yep. And here we are now in 2020, like I'm trying to get away from, Oh, go to Spotify and YouTube and like, like, no, watch me on Twitter. Yeah. And dude, I'm trying to hook it up on Instagram because that's where I feel like most of my audience is now. 
Yep. Like people don't want to go through Twitter because they got to deal with your, you, you know, yep. or they got to yeah, yeah. deal with everybody yep. else. Annoying so, people like me on Twitter. And I, and I go on Facebook because I feel like our friends will at least check in on us to know that we're alive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But so like, that was, that was back in the day when, so that was super early and like Facebook live. I know we're on Facebook live right now. Facebook live probably when did that come out, like we're talking less than five years ago, yeah. right? Less than five years ago. So, but live streaming probably 10 years ago. I, this isn't, this isn't like a flex or bullshit like that, but I, I remember signing up with the video company. It was live stream at the time. I know they're still around, but the, all they gave you was like an embed, like a widget to put on your website. Right. And I remember somehow I like just researched how to get that on Facebook. And I remember we were live streaming on Facebook and, but the problem was like, this goes back to what I said, you and I collaborated. If you were in the studio that day, you would have been like, holy shit, you just got this on Facebook, like we're live streaming on Facebook right now, it would have been a big deal to you and I. Nobody gave a fuck that I, like we we rigged it, not rigged it, but I just like figured it out somehow. I would say we were probably that studio was like one of the earliest people to get like a live got, feed on Facebook. Yeah, oh. but it was like it was like a uh, what do you call it? Like a hack. You know what I mean? Like a uh, like a, uh, like a social. I, I'm going to say I'm going to say this, Dave. All right, I'm going to flat out say this. Well, I'm gonna, we're going to do the old Barry Horowitz. Pat on the back here, okay? Oh, yeah. Wrestling, wrestling term. But we were two dudes and whatever. Like we were we were like, oh, let's come up with ideas. We were at a small radio station with no poll whatsoever, no nothing. But do you know how many people called on us to ask, hey, what are you guys doing over there? Yeah. Hey, well, like picking our brains and shit. And like we were just these young dudes that like were hungry. We were allowed to, but you gotta give credit too. We were allowed to fuck up. Right. Like we were allowed Definitely. around. We were allowed. <laughs> yeah. It's this, But like, I still think that's the same to this day. Right. Like I, I'm the same way. That's why I kind of like I like like the podcasting world, especially like it's literally and we'll get into it. But it's literally me, Jerry and a consultant working on the podcast every day. I'm trying to research new technology. Right. Like I think didn't I tell you about this service? Yes. About, you yeah, did. All right. So so you were starting a podcast every day. I'm testing like what's the better one than that. Right. And so. Like you just mentioned, you want to get this on Instagram. Yeah, I was watching the other day, and I texted somebody about this. I was watching WWE on Instagram, and they, you know, that show like the Bump they do. Yeah, the Bump. Yeah, the bump. So they live stream like a studio set on the Bump on Periscope and Facebook. It's beautifully done. It looks like you're watching TV on Instagram on their live feed. It's I know for a fact it's an intern holding a phone like this to their computer, taping the taping the show that they're broadcasting on Facebook so they can go live on Instagram. It is fucking bananas to me that WWE, which is probably, you know, one of the most successful social companies out there, right? They're, they're a beast in social media. There's data all over the place about how good they are, how they think that that is a rational move to take to live stream on Facebook. You can live stream on Instagram. It's not easy, but you can do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sort of RSS right code. Show, I'll show you how to do it. <laughs> do okay, you know please I mean? help me because I'm trying. And I don't know why, but today I have you on, and the Periscope tells me it's not where. Have you ever seen that before? It never oh. occurred on Periscope. This is usually temporary. Go Shit, live, go live. This is, this is just the world we live in, right? But like, like the- I get you on today, and the Twitter people can't watch live. Yeah. I wanted people to call in and I wanted people to chat in and bust your balls. Well, they would that can't happen. Yeah, they would have because now, now they have to go over to Facebook and find you. Yeah, they, I don't think they're, they're not Facebook. That's users. not happening. They're, they're Twitter. So, so yeah. thank you service today for screwing everything up. Anyways, all I'm trying to say is, yes, we could screw up. Yes. Yeah. But like we had those ideas back then. 
And like people thought we were crazy. Ah oh, man, it doesn't yeah. make money. Ah oh, no, kid, you don't know anything what you're talking about. Ah kid, like whatever. And dude, like you know, for periods of time, I won't lie to you. Like I, the format that we were doing with the Sports Blast, I liked being a host of the show and having other guys in. It was yep. it was something I liked because I think the big show format was working and it was good. But it got tired, right? It, it was something that just kind of got tired. And after a while, it was like, all right, like, how can I be different? What can I do? And I think that's when I started thinking, okay, like maybe sports gambling or yep. something that's not you out were, there. You were super early on that. Crazy. And, it, and, and that's why I was like, all right, what could be the niche here? Like, what yep. could we do? Like, I, dude, you remember like every day at seven o'clock, we'd have this long break. And I'm like, all right, dude, like, let's go, let's fire off birthdays. Yep. And it was fun because uh, every day it was Timex so- rumors, Timex social club. Yeah, right. But think about we, it. We love that. Yeah. That shit opened us up to like, we're not just sport. Like, you don't have to be a sports guy, man. No. Like, in, like, if you listen to the sports, I mean, most people like the sports because they're well rounded, whether it's music, movies, anything like that. Like, People can uh, talk I don't know if that's the perception of the sports hub. Well, I well listen, there's the two to six show is sports, yeah. and that's a fact. And Big Jim's very talented. He's just in that role where he, yeah. you know, has I'm not to. by the way, I'm not shitting on I'm, I just yeah. think it, it definitely has more of a perception of sporto than clearly like another the WWE well, well, I. But what you think he oh wow, really? See, I you Maybe think not so. now I think times have changed oh, with okay. WWE in the last two and, years. And listen, I don't and this and another perception is like we I we don't like, or at least I don't dislike people at WEI. Yeah. Uh, we have I have friends over there. Um like whatever they did with that morning, like I was a part of Toucher and Rich when that morning show was taking off. Yeah. Um I don't know what's happening with that morning show. I I I haven't listened, I really don't have an opinion on it. All I know is they got advertising. Um, and I know the latest ratings shows that, you know, things have shifted a little bit. Um, but I, I don't listen team good, to team good guys. You can say it. I, no, I, I don't listen enough, though. I, and yeah. that's what I like. Yeah. No, you know, I know. Trust me, I'm the same way. That's I mean, that might be a dumb take by me. I know certainly since Kirk and Callahan left sports and sporto mentality has taken over at, at EEI. But I would say before that. 98.5 was deemed like you want sports that's where you go but if you want to talk pop culture a little bit especially politics eei oh my god yeah dab in that area yeah. yeah all right so um all right so yeah i left wbnw uh, where did i go oh i got i went to north shore 104.9 oh right. uh, that was a, no, no no i'm back in the north shore but i, I had a stint out there yep uh came back and then whatever and then i got hired at the sports hub so uh i've been there now eight years dave that's wild that's uh, wild actually this yeah. may will be yeah I started in 2011. Yep. What I uh, like just talking about this and talking about coming up and all the shit we sucked at and we failed forward and all this stuff. Like, I would have loved to be a fly on the wall in terms of the decision making that went into like the talent that 98.5 hired and all that stuff. And they, like, what a exciting time for those people that that must have been. Well, you know, well, well dude, think about it, right? Look at look what happened on that, and we're we're, we're talking old WBW days. Yeah. Um. But like that Sports Saturday, man. Like, you know, I did a show there. Danny Picard had a show there. He had a good run. Yep. Uh, Alex Reamer. Reamer. Like, yep. Look at that kid's life. Yeah. Think <laughs> about great. that. I for talk a to him every week. Yeah. But think about where he what what you remember him as. Yeah. Like when people are like oh this Alex Reamer kid pissant whatever. 
I think of that kid in the studio by himself for two oh, hours. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know. Like, everybody, we, we get it every day. There's a new review on, on Jerry's podcast about how much people hate Alex Reamer, right? Because of it. And it's because of his political takes. And then on the flip side, I'll go on Twitter and I'll see an old producer of ours, Adam, right? You yeah, remember Adam? Yeah, yeah. And Adam fucking hates Alex Reamer because of the WBNW. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's going out. He's like the biggest asshole. But, I don't but you know what? I got to say this to you, though. Like, from we know the kid, he's a good yeah. kid. Yeah. Uh, whatever anybody but if he's pissing people off it's working yeah, he's, yeah, do, yeah. he's doing his job yep. and that's where i wanted to like bring up the and just there were other guys like mike riley you know obviously yep. he's he's doing very well uh i'm trying to think of who are else. we gonna talk about that story by the way I, yes I, I, do, I do i, I, I do was, i was by the way we're talking about all these stories like that was my height of just like I'm drinking till I would be like drinking till 3 a.m. and then go into the studio at five. Like there I was were, an asshole. There were two people in radio that when they drank, I worried. Uh, you in the sauce man. Yeah. I, I, I had yeah. to carry the sauce man out of a bar one night who's seven foot tall. Okay. Yeah. He's doing well for himself. Though. He's doing, he's doing yeah. very well too. Yep. And then you would blank, you blank out. You no, don't, I used to for sure. Did yeah. you ever make a Joe Murray, a Joey Murray Halloween party? I made a Joe Murray uh, Halloween party. <laughs> I, I, that was that's early too. I went as uh, Chet Stedman. That's that, right. That, and my that's buddy right. was uh, Henry Rowan Gardner. Was that at know, Copperfields? That was at Copperfields. I think. Wow. I, I think at that time that was like your the one I went to was like your second or third. That was I had, like trending. I think thing. I had yeah. I the Joey Murray Halloween Havoc was yes. like a uh, that was a good time. It was definitely good times. Uh, yes, you are Chet Stedman. I do remember that. I don't know if there's a picture line. Oh, there's, a, there's definitely. If I go um, into, I, I started recently using um, Facebook again for the podcast, and I've just been kind of playing around, remembering what I used to post on there, and that is definitely something I've seen for sure. All right, all right so we've got way back, but there were there were guys who who were there and then yeah. have done well, and they they needed the reps too. Yeah. Um, so you worked with Barry for years and then kind of branched off. Uh, yes, well, you went, yeah. were you at WR? Like, what was going on with you guys? Yeah, then... I was with I was with Barry for years, um, and that show was syndicated over to called syndicated, but also purchased the time on RKO. Kim Kerrigan got hired to do a morning show on WRKO, and she had done some fill-in work for us uh, as Barry's co-host. So I I just kind of like ran, it ran like it ran course, you know what I mean? It was just one of those things where I wanted to try something different uh, on the content side. And so they hired us to do a show that was actually in collaboration with boston.com at the time owned, you know, obviously partnership with Boston Globe owned by John Henry. My gut tells me like if that, if that show took off, which it didn't, it was like right perfectly time when the Trump uh, phenomenon was happening. If that took off, I kind of had the feeling that like maybe Henry was trying to buy a station or maybe that was something that would be worked out because this so I mean, it's radio. Like everything is intertwined in radio, right? Like EEI had the Red Sox contract. So contract negotiations are up. What can I do to kiss John Henry's ass today? Oh, let me give boston.com four hours in morning drive. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's on, on a station that maybe I don't care as much. I don't know. So it's, so we, we went to do that. And uh, I think I stayed there for two or two and a half years and then it was just kind of like times up. It uh, it was super, you know, it was supposed to be more of like a newsy. Uh, it was news analysis. It wasn't supposed to be like this just pure Trump show all day, every day. He just kind of took it over and it was fine. I, I didn't hate my time there, but I just kind of had enough of that world. Let's put it that way. Um, all right. So you still have ideas. You're still trying to get ahead of the game. Were you fired by Kirk yeah. Minahan after one day? Uh, I was not fired by Kirk Minahan, though. I feel like if Kirk were... <laughs> 
if Kirk were actually it was 48 hours, by the way. Let's stay on brand here. Facts. I mean, that's what it's, it's all about accuracy. Here, on, right? Let's stay on here. Uh no, so so I was hired um to be Kirk's producer for he was originally gonna go to radio.com, you know, and then he which is owned by Intercom. So I was hired um to do that and I um produced like I did I actually really didn't even like I didn't re- do anything. They had a uh, a secondary producer that was helping him out the entire time. Um, and to do his enough about me podcast. And he was, it was kind of in this wiggle room of like, he was doing enough about me's, which was a super successful podcast. So, so, dude, some of them were really good. Oh, he's uh, an un- I, oh, unbelievable interview. Um, and, and I do actually want to ask you about him, him evolving in, and Jerry for that matter. But yeah. so you were a part of that. So it, I, for 48 hours. Yeah. How much of a part of it do you want me to talk? <laughs> yeah. uh, so I was just booking guests and actually I wasn't even on the payroll yet or anything. I was just trying to come up with guests for enough about me. And I knew that he wanted, this is, I've talked about this on Kirk's show, by the way, on his new one and fought it out and we laugh about it and you can believe me or not. But like, I knew he had an interest in interviewing somebody. It was Alan Dershowitz, who's uh, an attorney, the most, we joke about it now, the most litigious man in America. Right. And I reached out to him. I knew Kirk wanted to talk to him, but I really didn't know about what, to be honest with you. Like I wasn't paying attention that much to what he was talking about at the time on Kirk and Callahan or, or on his podcast. I just reached out to the guy to try to book him to book guests, to be honest with you. And, uh, I booked him and I just said, Hey, do you want to come on and talk about basically the most recent thing he'd been on television talking about, which was the Mueller report. And the Mueller report was the Russia collusion and the election thing or whatever. Kirk, that I guess in the back of my mind, I probably did also know that there's no shot in fucking hell that Kirk Minan wants to talk to him about that subject specifically, but I didn't know what else to fucking write. So I wrote it. And I wrote it on like the last email I sent to Alan Dershowitz, right? And what was the last email? I ba- I like replied off the email. You know what I'm oh, talking about? No. So I replied off of it. And the last time I emailed Alan Dershowitz was for the Boston.com morning show on WRKO. Yeah. So it was a complete fuck up. I my my whole thing with that and and Intercom ended up saying they called me in. You're suspended. Ninety minutes later, you're fired, and I totally got it. Like I totally get it. I just my thing to Kirk was, and you know, and to the intercom people was like, I just want you to know, like it was just a legit fuck up. Like I, I didn't really honest, care. honest mistake, honest mistake. Like I didn't really care if Alan Dershowitz came on or not. I was just trying to book guests. It just wasn't this like deliberate move to deceive somebody. So that's that's my only take. What stupid? Yes. Uh, deserve to get fired? Yes. And so it was what it was. So it just kind of you know I owned it, and you move on. All right, so obviously, Kirk and Jerry like you. They like you. They they like your ideas, your thoughts, the guests that you know. You got a nice Rolodex. I know that. Um, I don't know, not really anymore. I can't book a guest on a podcast for the life of me right now, to be honest with you. But but hmm. I can tell you the evolution of that. I mean, I guess I guess I I fucked up with Kirk for that job. I get fired, and Kirk goes. He kicks his way out of uh, Entercom, rightfully so and gets hired by barstool he had always wanted somebody else instead of me um howie carr's producer at the time which is totally fine he's a great producer um and he got hired to do the show and i actually think like i didn't because those 48 hours i didn't really work with kirk (laughs) so he didn't really know me at all at that time he probably thought i think he told me in the studio once he thought i was like just this cocky arrogant you know fuck or whatever and so i filled in when when his producer just timed out 
um, when he watched the Barstool show, his producer had his honeymoon. And he had a honeymoon for three weeks. I think Kirk was on for like four weeks or something. And then the kid went away for three weeks. I filled in and we just, we had a good time. Like I, we just had a good time and I hit it off with both Kirk and blind Mike, who's the, the sidekick on the show. And so I just think that evolved. And when Jerry started launching his podcast, Kirk said, Hey, you should call Dave Cohen in because he can produce your show. I, I don't, I don't know how, who else Kirk would have said in that spot. I don't, I don't know. But. So I, I have a question. Yeah. Um, obviously like me, I, when I want to get something, I have to do it myself Yes. or I got to ask a guy like you, like, Hey man, what do you, you know, what do you got? Yeah. Um, I'll do it myself. These guys can't do that shit on them, their own. Right. No. Like, like people want to listen a shot. They're just like, not, they just don't use that. Technology. I'll tell you this much. I yeah. like what I like about Kirk. Um, I've talked to him once in my life. We we had him on a show once talking sports, and he was good. He was like running marathons and writing at the time. He wasn't even who we thought he was. Yep. Like now, now you know. Yep. Um, but uh, what I like about Kurt, he don't he don't he'll go at anybody, man. And that's what yeah. I like about him. That's what I want to hear him. Like the like the podcast I'm doing. Like I'd love to have him just sit here for an hour and shit all over you. Like by the that, way, if you if you emailed him and and asked him to come on, he'd come on. Like he doesn't, yeah. you know, like he would. That's true. I, and and again, I, so I don't. Do you have a relationship with Barstool? No, no, no. I just okay. I filled in, and you know they paid me to fill in for that show uh, for three weeks only, and that's and that's kind of it. But I I mean I guess when I was in there, like Kirk made me relevant. He made me funny. I'm not really that funny. Sure. Uh, he made me stupid. He made me every, like he, he's a town. He's unbelievable. But, but now I, I see you. Every, like I'm like, Whoa, what's going on, with Dave Cullinane? I, well, think, you were trend, I think you were trending one day. Because I still like kind of stayed within the community of that show on social media. Okay. So it was funny. Like even at the even at the Super Bowl, uh, he's doing live broadcasts and some story with Barstool. Like who who leaked that Barstool was being sold to Penn National or whatever? And, and Big Cat goes like. I think it was Dave Cullen. It's like, why the fuck is Big Cat suggesting Dave Cullen? I, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, I know. So I think what ended up actually happening is kind of like your question. Big Cat thought I was like part of Kirk's team. He thought I was an go. actual producer. And he yeah. actually, he DM'd me when uh, my second kid was born, congratulating me, which I thought was, this is the number one sports podcaster in the country, you know, just taking time out to thank. And I think he probably thought I was like a new colleague. <laughs> so that's yeah. why, but he was sorely mistaken. So, so the difference between Kirk and, and Jerry for me is like, like if Kirk was here, I don't want to ask him about sports. Are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah, yeah. The guy doesn't I mean, he probably has a good opinion, right? But like, no, I want to ask him about shit going on in the world. Yeah, and, yeah. and like, hey, what do you think of that guy? What do you think yeah. of this guy? Oh, no, no, like, because yeah, it's, it's, it's not what is going on in the world. Like, Kirk creates his own world at the same time. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, like, he, it's true. And, and that's not a great. Like, he's he utilize his fans have he basically like gives his fans his entire YouTube channel and they create their own shows. You know what I mean? And then that becomes content. So it's, it's almost, it's stern, like on steroids, it's still different. You know what I mean? And it's I wasn't so, a big stern what, guy what's so weird, there, dude. Like, like I said, I, I had a chance to sit with touch and rich for a period of time. And like, yes, it is the fans, the yeah. T army, you know, like yep. Yep. the men of fans, like the, they're the ones that kind of take off on it. And then you kind of run with it a little bit. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, so Callahan, um obviously uh i i love jerry callan uh, dennis callan was one of my favorite shows i even liked headlines dude and i hate politics religion politics out okay not none for me but i liked it because when when they spoke like i i understood like i got it like when when they brought it up um and i love jerry's takes from when you know with sports illustrated years ago and now but we were also i mean this is stupid we're, stupid. we're not yeah that's what i was gonna say we were young like i look at the dumb decisions I make when I'm 30 years old 
back then that's we're talking like we're 18 19 20 21 like it's like it's it, you just kind of like they start talking politics and you're pissed off because you're super sporto or whatever as you age i feel like you start caring more about that shit and you appreciate it more you know and i and i don't mean to interrupt you and you just talk but i remember saying when jerry got let go um from eei i was filling in on kirk's show and we talked about it and I made the comment that I think Jerry had the best radio career in the history of the city. And my reasoning for that, it's it's not like you you leave and you know Lauren and Wally leave, and it's like oh they spent thirty years talking and they men from Maine and shit like that. And great, like you entertained people and you made people laugh, and I love that, and that's respectable in radio. Jerry said shit that people don't say, not only in Massachusetts. They sure as shit never say it on a sports radio station. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you can give Dino credit there too. Like Dino went political and stuff. They're a good, like they're a good pair, man. They they're said they said things that <clears throat> you don't say. And he lasted 20 plus however many effing years saying that shit. Not afraid of saying that shit. That that is it's gutsy. So that's that's my stance on Jerry. That's uh so we that. are we are now live on Periscope, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, Dave Cullinane on the show today. How'd you, how'd you fix it, by the dude, way? Dude, I'm telling you, I got skills over here. Yeah. I've been working on it. You've just yeah. been talking. You know? yeah. <laughs> so it's good work. that I've been interrupting you, I guess. So, yeah. so, so I actually, for everyone who's now listening, the 23 people who just turned in, um, you can chat the show. There's a there's a chat feature. Um, you can chat it in. Um, long story short, I know Dave from years ago. He found me. How about that? Yep. He found me. I then said, okay, I'll go see Dave. Come work at my station. Okay. Uh, where is the studio? There was no no studio. There was a headset. And then I was like, okay, let me see if I could sell it. And people actually gave me money. And then there, there was a perk, though. There was a perk. And and the one perk was next door to the Glaston studio. Oh, yeah, baby. With Career Builder. <laughs> And the chicks that worked at Career Builder were next level. And even if, by the way, even, they were probably they probably weren't. It was just kind of like because we were there, trapped. We were, we were just guys everywhere. Dudes at a radio station at seven in the morning, yeah. right? Yep. Like you had to dress up a little bit. So yeah, yeah, yeah I'd come and in. She was playing it too. Oh, <laughs> they knew. Yeah, they, they knew. They knew. Okay, they they knew over there. So yeah, that was a nice little spot over there in yeah. uh, Needham, Needham, Massachusetts. There. Yep. Um. So again, you can chat in and uh, and talk with Dave. We we've already gone way back. Um, all right, so you you got the you got the hookup with from the Minahan stuff to to Callahan, and you're yep. going on record saying he had the greatest career in. Well, uh, that's it. Yeah, that's what I said. Sports I, radio, but you know, obviously, I have respect for everybody. I have respect for Maddie. I have respect for all. Like I said, Lauren Wall. I have respect. Yeah, but, for- but think about just real quick. All those people were just like just did one thing. Like Billy Cost does many things, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but like a guy who can stay in one spot for twenty plus years in radio, in in radio, and yeah. write at multiple you know publications yep and then i don't know people still want to hear what he has to say yeah no it's i don't it, disagree with what you your take there it's wild and it like just even from the evolution standpoint i mean the all, all the guys like all, i remember i forget what it was there was some twitter beef going on and and somebody somebody who had a million followers he would tweet something and nobody would fucking respond to it so my first thought was like okay this guy he he's either buying followers or just nobody gives a shit about it. It was just weird to me. You have a million followers. Nobody's responding. I like Jerry and Kirk and guys like him, their audience, whether it's TNR, like you were saying, their fans are so engaged with them. They could have like 2000 followers. I have 4,000 followers. I have nobody, but like the engagement that I get in comparison with that guy with a million 
it's because there's loyalty. You built camaraderie. You yeah. built engagement with these people. And I just think they did that. They did that on the radio. Then they brought it to social media. It's, you know, that's, I guess that's how you stay around. And I, I don't know, but you're right. Like 20 years in one spot in radio is unheard of. We should put that up to debate one day. Uh, greatest sports radio career. Oh, that'll be, yes. Mm. Mount, Rush, uh, Mount Rushmore. No, I don't know. If I, I don't want to do Mount Rushmore talk today, but um, maybe it's a column somebody might want to write during this uh, this quarantine. Dave, I promise we'll do some fun stuff. Yes. Um, I, I have questions. Uh, I'm, I work at a radio station and I do a podcast. Yeah. So I don't get into the gossip that's happening. I know you love <laughs> gossip. You love it. I don't like and it here because I think I know where you're going. No, but go on. No, just, just, I don't know. What, you can, I don't, have, you can you, do whatever I, and I can see if I can maneuver around no. it. <laughs> so quickly, uh, I, I always see these things like, uh, oh, this show's happening here or Barstool's doing this or the show happening there or whatever. Um. So obviously you, you were with Minahan for a little bit. So Minahan's with Blind Mike, right? Yep. And now it's Callahan. Oh, that gives me like way too much credit in that world. Like when you word it like that. Hey, like I you know what? Go, go with it. I'm go a, with yeah. it. All right, whatever. Just go on. Yeah. Is it now Callahan with Turtle Boy? So Turtle Boy comes on once a week. So okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so uh, Jerry, we do Monday through Thursdays typically. And then Fridays, we try to do like a guest-driven one. Um and so Turtle Boy comes on once a week. Alex Reamer comes on once a week. Tom Shattuck. I don't know if you ever met him. No, he's been busting your balls all over the place. Eh, whatever. He's a dummy. I'm just kidding. Is uh, he still at the Herald? It, was it Herald? Uh, Lil Sun. Oh, uh, wow. Lil Sun now. And then, um, which he's another one. He'd be a good guest for you on here, too, because he was an innovator with Herald, Herald Radio. That's an interesting thing to talk about, too. But And then uh, Scott Mutrin, who does uh, sidelines for BC football. Oh, yeah. I, I know. So he's a good guy. So so eventually there's a, there's a different guy every day. A different guy every day. Uh, when we launched, like the whole thing was kind of just for 30 day, thirty to 90 days, work through the kinks. You know what I mean? Different guy, get it all set, set up, all this stuff. We're, pro- we're in month four now. Uh, figured out at least the content of the show. Now with the virus, like it just fucking sucks to do everything remotely. I just, I have, I use this same software here because at some point I was just kind of like, screw it. I'm going to broadcast Facebook. I'm going to go to Facebook mm-hmm. Live every day too. I just stopped caring. You should just send the link to like people's phone numbers that you know. Yeah. Like, hey, do you want to join the Callahan podcast? Here's the link. Well, I've done that. Nobody takes you up on it. Do you know? Because it's not a private link, right? I get I get it with Zoom. People just send me Zooms and I'm like, I don't know if I want to I don't know if I want to enter that Zoom. Yeah, yeah. Like if you put this on Twitter right now, like I don't know why, but nobody I think the link shows up weird when you when you post it to somebody, like the StreamYard logo and everything like that. And I think that doesn't entice people to come on because I, I feel like I've put it out there in comments and nobody clicks it to like come on come on the show and, and join the show to chat as like a caller you know yeah. what I mean like but I don't know so I got a couple I got a good segment for you um you, what I think you should do is like go back in time to Jerry's articles in the Herald oh, sorry from the from the Herald like hey on this date in the Herald you know 15 years ago or 10 years ago on this date like something once a week on this date that was big that he wrote and just go back and get them, get right? You. And just go after them about no, it. I think yeah. this is this would go back, go back in time. You know, we go yep. way back with him. Yep. Hey, that's and, not a bad idea. I like and that. And then, like, go find some sort of Sports Illustrated article. Yep. You know, like was there one about the Jordan documentary or something he did about those Jordan teams? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. This- My favorite. Um. So on the on the Facebook page, I like to stream like random old Jerry content every now and then. And there's this unbelievable. Um, Howard Stern rant on Dino and Jerry where Howard Stern just rips the living shit out of both of them and just calls them <laughs> ugly. And, I think he calls Jerry Skeletor. Yeah, so yeah. I, kinda, oh, yeah, I, I remember kinda, that. 
Yeah, well, I, try I to remember. I remember that. this. Yeah, I stream that on Facebook literally <laughs> once a week just to be an asshole. Like it's like every every Sunday morning at eight, you can hear Howard Stern just rip him to shreds. Yeah. You know? Uh, but yeah, I just think that would be fun because like if you can kind of go back in time, yeah. right? Yeah, you you came in one day because Jerry wrote a column about like this the new BC quarterback in Sports Illustrated. I think he spelt Mute's name wrong or something like that, and so Mute was giving him shit about that. But that's that's not a horrible idea. So uh, so but but eventually the show's doing all right, and show's what, are you doing, trying yeah. to get sponsors or what do you? What are yeah, you trying so we're, to do? sponsors are good. So it's all local sponsors right now, which was the plan early on, um, and I've sprinkled in like some national ones and stuff like that. But the download numbers are phenomenal especially considering it's literally like the three of us that work on it you know in terms of from a promotional standpoint basically just jerry and i in terms of social media so the numbers are the numbers are great it's doing really well and it's just kind of um you know going along to see what the next move is i think probably the next move not that i'm going too far is probably partnering with some kind of media company but it was good to do it on our own get it to a really strong point um to then basically be able to say all right this is how many i forget how many weeks ago we posted we we got to be at two million downloads now. Which who is did no the draw? Good. Who did the drawing? Which oh Jesus, yeah. Did you that's, find the guy? Uh, the did you find the guy? Hired, or is that a fan? Yeah, the consultant hired somebody. I, I <laughs> the do not consultant. like the logo. The consultant. I do not like Jeez. the logo. I've said that from day one. No, I, I like the logo. Oh, shut up. The logo is horrific. <laughs> the logo is fucking horrific, and uh, it's it does stink. Like when you're when you're in a studio. And you, or, or even if you have some kind of like regularity, we have a different, different guest every day. Maybe that would be like a recurring storyline on the show. I, is that, you know, the dumb logo that we have, uh, but that's going to change. It's, it's got to change. It's do you have another, produ- are you the only producer? Or is there yeah. another person? No, no, I'm the only. Producer. Oh, I was going to say, I wish somebody would find all the names you dropped on this podcast today. What you're asking you, me about you, it. I'm not you, you've been, you've been name dropping today. Yeah, but not like nothing crazy. You're the one asking the questions. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> that's true. I, yeah. I, I have said you up uh that, yeah. that's for sure um quick all right i got a couple of things for you so the reason why i want to ask about turtle boy because um this guy's controversial right like oh, he's you know I, I think people enjoy uh his stuff obviously it's about finding scumbags right like yeah. it's, it's always good to, to, to find somebody there um but like how'd that relationship start uh i think it's a worcester guy that's how i know of him um yeah, I think, yeah. right i think yeah because i you know i get family out there now yeah i mean i i just met him personally i've known about him and his blog for years because he seems to break stories that the globe's not writing about the herald's not writing about and then every now and then he'll break a story that you know like two weeks ago the the police chief in in uh in what was it stowe right is he gets busted by this group the predator poachers uh for trying to get with like a 14 year old kid or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like he breaks stories and then channel five picks up on it and he doesn't get any credit for it or whatever. So I've known about him for years. He, he has that, he has a blog. He's good on the show. I like him as a person. I like him. I actually went on his live stream on Saturday night and got, I shouldn't have gone on. I was way too dry. You, you warned me earlier. You said there's, I, when Dave, well, I'm yeah, telling you, I there's, drink, two, yeah. there's two people in media that I know when they, yeah. when they actually, I should say three, but I won't say the other name. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what. This is like, this is horrible. Like this coronavirus thing is just completely, oh. I was never, I was saying this recently. I was never like a, just have a beer after work guy. Like there's now it's, I'm the, there's no option guy. Like you're going every night. I'm drinking something every, because I don't know what it's brought out, but it's just like, it just has. I end up drinking every single night. I don't know why. Wow. I, so I, go well too, too I've had no coffee, no weed. Really? And um, <clears throat> I've had. I think I, I had like my Thai mix one night from the Kowloon. That's it. No kidding. So you're yeah, clean. Just, 
It, it, I, you know what? I'm trying to stay busy is the thing. It's yeah. hard. Uh, yeah. I'm doing nights this week uh, on the radio, and then I got weekend shows, and I'm doing podcasts. So, yeah. no, um, it's, it's it's maddening. Like it's just straight, now it's reached the level of just complete madness. Like, yeah. This is it's the worst. I can hear my daughter crying up right now. Like she and they're they're literally the worst age. Like she's gonna be three at the end of the month. Did, she did, needs constant fucking attention. Like there's you, nothing. Did you tell the wife you were gonna be on with me today? Yeah, she was she loves she loves Joey Murray. She doesn't know about Joe Murray. She doesn't know about Joey Murray. So, so she, quickly, was at, she was at the sports blast Halloween Havoc or whatever. That's right. That's right. So all right, here's what happened. Joey Murray was my radio name. That's what I went by. There were a bunch of Joe Murray's. There, there were already guys named Joe Murray uh on radio. And there's a Jim Murray, and there's a there's a Danielle Murr. Yep. So it's kind of like, where do I, where do I, where, what's the line here? I tried to go Joe Show, like I just wanted to be no, the Joe you, Show. Let's just let's get it there. You did it right. Like wh- what you did was right because clearly we could be talking about your name change to like, you know, DJ Joey Jaws. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you, you, this is a slight change that happened. It's not. Yeah, but but Joe the Joe Murray, dude. I feel bad. I feel bad. I actually, I've. Uh, Jim coming on the podcast next week. Yep. Um. So I'm interested because, like, I I honestly wonder. I think I think we get along. We're friends, but I wonder if he hates me sometimes because he the shit I say he's getting tweeted at because I get tweeted at shit all the time that he says. That would be and I'm like not me. Dude. The dumbest thing to be frustrated with each other. Not me. <laughs> no way. No, but I'm always like I'm always like tagging him. Like, no, it wasn't me, dude. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Or yeah. so I just. But it is kind of annoying, and then I don't know. I just wish. Like, I, what was that talk like, by the way? Like, take me into the room that the person <laughs> that there's nothing worse than probably delivering the news that, like, hey, your name doesn't work. We're going to go with this name. Uh, that actually was a one. Uh, I got a phone call. You're going to start this weekend. You're going to go by Joe Murray. And uh, that's it. <laughs> Thank you, sir. That's it. That's, <laughs> it. that's it. That, I would I would ask 25 questions. That right was it. <laughs> and, I, and when I when, like my third person's Joey Murray. Yep. So I was like, oh, that's a Joey Murray. Yeah, now, yeah, now it's a character. Yeah, like, yeah, now yeah, it's, it's an alter ego. Now it, it comes out. Exactly. Yeah. Like, what What do you have? DJ? Like, a little. No, little people, DJ. yeah, people did think I was like DJ Cullinane instead yeah. of like, oh, just because my email's DJ Cullinane. But <laughs> yeah, no, it's not not that. Yeah. Um, all right. So I got to ask you about the throw ride, please. Um, yeah. I'm a huge wrestling fan. That's my guy. I love I love throw ride. So he's, he's yeah. over. He's like, he's like way over. This guy is, people love him. They yeah. they're behind him. His yeah, are you talking about like in the wrestling world? Yeah, like you know how like there's people that just aren't like Bailey's not over, right? Like the yeah. there's certain wrestlers that just don't get over with fans. Yeah, the throw ride is over. Oh, the yeah, ladies the love them. The men love them. Like they're rooting for them. <laughs> WWE didn't love them, but you know, you know, whatever, yeah, yeah. whatever. It doesn't matter. Maybe one day it will happen. You know. Yeah. Um, but like he does a podcast now. Is it a wrestling podcast? Like, what is he's he always what is been all over the place? Like, I I just I met him, geez, I want to say t- two years ago. He wanted to start a podcast because he's he's kind of known as like a Instagram viral video guy, right? Like outside of the wrestling world, he does his baseball rants and his car rants or whatever. Uh, and he wanted to start a podcast. So I'm I uh, met him back then and it was a wrestling podcast. We interviewed Jake the Snake Roberts. We interviewed, uh, I forget who else. I don't know, but whatever. And it just ended up kind of being, we pushed it aside or whatever. My thing with Thrill Ride, and and <laughs> this was another like episode with Kirk, was me pitching. I don't understand in media today, and we're going back to the media conversation. This guy has millions of views on YouTube, millions of views on Instagram, right? I don't understand why he doesn't get a look by any media company locally 
And I think it's because we just look at people and we say like, they do this, they could never do something else. They could not like, there is a person behind a character, right? Yeah, like yeah. I, 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 you know, I, I'm trying yeah, to, think for example, Hulk, Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan, yes. it was, was in a port was in a, uh, uh it, it was really Terry Belaya, whatever his name Belaya, is, yep. not Hulk Hogan, but then there's really a guy like behind the, 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 there's the rock and then there's Dwayne it's Johnson. Dwayne, exactly. you know? and, and so my thing was Jim, who is thrill ride, why wouldn't somebody at like a WEEI or a sports hub say, this guy's doing it digitally, which is taking off, right? Let me go give that guy a rep on the weekends. Like you were getting reps. Let me go get, like, let's just see what we can do. If that guy can get, you know, crowds to either love him or hate him in the palm of his hand inside a wrestling ring, let's just see what he can do. And maybe, by the way, like maybe he sucks, but also maybe he doesn't. So, so Dave, here's how it works, man. Uh, like, for instance, a guy like me, I'd be like, dude, we got the thrill ride coming in 11.50 today. Guys, stay tuned yeah. for that. Because yeah. that's the only way it's going to work. They, um, this isn't me. Like, I do it. Trust me. I have you no- have always, hold on. Are you going to the point of like, he's just a guest? There's, You've always been this guy. You like shut, you shut down. You think you know everything around like how to utilize somebody in a certain situation. You don't know the human being. I, I, I don't know the human being whatsoever, but I know at work what they're going to tell me and what they're going to tell you and you have to deal with it like that's if that's dave the best ability is availability okay. like or you have to th- or you have to prove them wrong yeah right? and unfortunately like, so, but you have to do you have to prove them wrong on your own versus yes. somebody giving you a shot and helping you along I, the way to get there i so. think the way to do it is all right throw right you come on you give a good promo we send it to the boss can we get this guy are you t- are you, okay so let's just use a real life example He's on TNR with with Sarge with our yeah. buddies. That segment was they, they fantastic. Love they love him. Oh, I know, but I'm just so. But why why is it stopped? They're not gonna, they can't pay him. <laughs> no, but like no, I get it. Like now we're. I'm just saying, but like, I bet they haven't had conversations since that segment. I don't well, know that. You're probably, you're probably right. Yeah. Like, and by the way, we're not like real like buddy buddy friends. I'm just like I I helped him with the podcast. I'll help him with this new one that we're doing. All this stuff. I like the guy, and I want guys like him to get shots. That's it. Like that's dude. I'm I'm listen. I'm team throw right over here. Okay? Oh, you're you're not. You're 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 oh, team, you're team tear people down. You're team tear people down. You said the gimmick works or it doesn't. And that's no, it. no, the gimmick works. The problem is a job. That's something he might have to do on his own, and that's something he's gonna have to build. So, and that's probably, and that's like another fight. You which could is, be the guy to help him. Well, I like first of all, I like and him. I want to call me, and I'll help too. There you go. All right, so we'll help him. But I, 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 it's tough, right? Because like. I think Jim the guy could be good, like straight okay, up. I I'm just, calling the throw right. He's coming on. Did he definitely should? I I'm think he's the throw right on. Yeah, but his like his bread and butter. So for him to then prove to people that Jim can do it too, he has to go away from his bread and butter, which has hundreds yeah. of thousands of, and of followers, and, and it's, it makes no sense. Yeah. But it could make sense if you give him a shot. If you make him a number two next to Joe Murray on 98.5 The Sports Hub on the weekends, give him a fucking shot. That's maybe, it. Maybe he could. There you go. We just got to see it first. I know, but people do think like I'm his freaking agent or something. Like that. I just <laughs> like the guy, and I like the idea of helping. And I, I do think it's kind of bananas that guy can generate, you know, millions of views, and like just the like a media company doesn't even try something. Like TNR tried something. They, yeah. they, they did it on their own. But I'm talking about like as a program director, programming these stations. Like, why? What? What's the risk? Hey, throw right. I'm in. Okay, don't yeah. listen to Dave. <laughs> He'll beat the shit out of I'm sure he would. I mean, I'm Joe Kozuna. You know, like, do you think he could? 
He would you take. Think he could, uh, you yeah. know, like DeAndre the Giant. Yeah, I'm I don't know his finisher. I've never, I've never watched him live. How do you not know the guy's finisher? I'm not like I told you. I'm not. Maybe, like, maybe it's the thrill I'm ride. Fanboy. I'm not a fanboy here, but I just, you know. What do you think the thrill ride finisher would be? Oh, that's a great question. I don't I'm, know. I'm thinking it's definitely, off. it's definitely unique. It's not this bullshit. Groin, groin, butt off top the rope. Like, yeah. is it who's that? Who's the independent guy who like is super sexualized and stuff like oh, that? Joey uh, Exotic. Joey right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, that guy. Whatever it is. It's, yeah. it's it's not him, but it's damn near close. <laughs> it's damn near. Close. Grab him right in the groin, and he yeah. just does the dance. Yes. Yeah. So, something to that degree. Okay. Uh, Dave Colladate is here from the uh, the Callahan podcast. Uh, the name Callahan, first name Jerry. Gerald. Gerald yes. with a G. Uh, all right. Uh, Sarge brought up a story to me. That one night you called him randomly, said we're going to Foxwoods in a limo. Yep, he jumped in the limo. That's right. Yeah, and I asked what? you to remind what? me because this probably was. Uh, no, I I don't know. So you don't you don't remember? I do remember going to Foxwoods. I remember Sarge coming with, um, but I don't remember like what the hell if anything happened that night. Like I'm I'm sure I did my usual at that age, blackout drunk, and hopefully won some money. But I don't remember oh. if there's any crazy funny story. Dude, I always remember the Sarge when I go out. Yeah, like yeah. I love the kid. I my favorite, like, and it's it's such a small little throwaway thing. But Sarge Sarge was a board op at our station, so he was he would do the morning shows and and stuff like that. And I remember coming in one day, and he had just started with ninety eight five, and he's like, so. So Zoe is calling me Sarge. Like, what do you think of this? And then he like he would come to me asking for like my opinion and advice on stuff, which I was never qualified to give to anybody, to be honest with you. So hopefully it was just like a friendly thing. He's like, What do you think about him calling me Sarge? And I'm like, I don't give a shit what Scott called you. <laughs> yeah, you, fucking, you, you fucking go with it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't care. I, you I was Jeopardy Joe for I don't know how yeah. many years. You know, yeah. like, all right, fine. Yeah, you go with it, and it were. And it's funny how much that stuck, and it's perfect. It's absolutely perfect. He's got the voice, and uh, yeah. yeah, he's he's uh. So was in our Facebook live chat this morning, asking Jerry why he wasn't wearing a face mask doing the show. Okay, what time is the show, by the way? Uh, we do it usually between seven thirty and eight in the morning. We do it for like an hour, hour and a half. Okay, yeah. Zoe sometimes comes in this chat too. Yeah. So yeah, wouldn't be surprised. Oh yeah, dude. So he's a Facebook guy mostly. Yeah, he's a, like, yeah. yeah he's, on, he's on Twitter, but he's he's on. Yeah, but like I guess my like I know he's on Twitter and he's good at it. And I enjoyed his food, making pizza yesterday, whatever yeah, he's making. But yeah. if you're if you're jumping in to a podcast that just launched like a week ago on Facebook, like. You're a Facebook guy. Like he's he's, 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 a, he's a Facebook guy. Yeah. Uh, this show that I'm on right now, I think, is somewhat of a Facebook show. Yeah. Even though I need that hookup <clears throat> on yep. how to get to uh, I'll, hook you up. I'll get to, you there. To Instagram. Um, people saying that Zoe loves shitting on the Cowboys, which okay. uh, they signed Andy Dalton. Do you care? I don't care. I think it's kind of I think it's straight. What does that mean for uh yeah, no. It's going to get seven million, and Dak. I mean, I yeah. guess Dak could take deal, it. though, right? What, what did you say? It was three million. It can get up to seven. Yeah, but Dak's yeah. going to get that that franchise money. So, yeah. yeah. By the way, they better sign him. I, who cares about the Cowboys right now? They better sign. Him. I think CD Lamb's going to go off for them, and Dak's numbers. Dak might have like a Jameis Winston type season yards wise. Yeah, I think I think next year where then then they're going to have to pay him thirty five million a year. Uh, former fourth round pick, maybe that's what Jared he's, Stidham. He's, he's gonna get his. He's gonna get his money. He's gonna get his money for sure. All right, Dave. Would you rather? 
Oh boy. Stay in quarantine and have sports return or out of quarantine with no sports return? Oh, out of quarantine. Not even a question. This is just maddening. It's just absolutely li- like, you know, and also it's just like dealing with other people around you. Like my wife is scared shitless of this stuff. I have, I, I've said this. People think I'm a sissy. I bring too much. I have asthma. So she thinks like I'm more at risk than other people. So I literally have yeah. not gone anywhere. I have literally not left my house. I, I Good. walk around the neighborhood and I go in my backyard uh, and that's it. And I'm just, I'm going insane. I think my kids are literally the worst ages for this thing possible with two working parents trying to pull shit off, which you can imagine how well it went when I said, oh, I have a 12 o'clock appointment with Joe Murray today to do a podcast versus, you know, like a work related uh, situation. Oh, this is work. She loves the fact she's probably freaking pulling her hair out upstairs, but, but yeah, no, it's, I, I want out. So yes, I, I can deal with I can deal without sports. I want out. All right. Uh, I do a segment called In or Out. I would like to know if you are in or out on the following topics. The oh first one, gender reveals. Um, I'll go in because I'm kind of neutral. Like I don't like shaming people who do it because I think uh, that's an exciting time uh, for everybody. I mean, I, ne- I didn't do it. I didn't do the balloon or the hockey puck slap shot or anything like that. But I'm in on it. Like my wife and I, we had that like special kind of uh, we did. I don't remember what we did, but it was private and you know opened it together or whatever but i don't like to shame people for shit like that so i'm fine with it okay well you're you're against it no i don't i've never had children so i don't know but what do you think of other people that's the whole Uh, i thought the judging other people i thought the bills mafia one was creative this week where they dropped the baby on a table (laughs) that's creative yep yeah um i liked that one overall though i'm kind of out okay i don't care what your baby is yeah I want to find. I'd want. I'd rather find out when when it's pushed. Um, in or out on the UFOs? Are you in or out on UFOs in general? Uh, I'm out. I, I'm not a big. Uh, who's the, who? Who's the band? Who's the uh, member? Is it Tom uh, DeLonge? Blink man. Yeah, Blink Blink 182. Yeah, and Dude, they, they were confirmed. Yeah, this week, right? This well, week. Oh yeah, last week. Yeah, but well, yeah, last, yeah. So last week it's confirmed, but nobody knows about it because all people are focusing on is is this shit. So coronavirus shit. So now, nah, I mean. Listen, I I, I want to. I would love to learn more of what they released last week and, and see what happens. But I've never been a UFO guy. I've never been a truther like that or whatever. Oh, I love the truthers. Yeah. By the way, did you see Alex the Alex Jones video going around on Friday? I did. That guy is a. <laughs> I, I'm I'm in on that, and I'm wondering like if aliens did come, would they be like, where is everybody? Yeah. Or this Corona shit, let's get out of here. You know, yeah. like are they? Are they nervous? I just uh, I, I tie everything back to like movies. Like if you tell me alien <laughs> UFOs, I'm just thinking like Independence Day. And then, I got I got Independence Day, and then what was that movie with Sean Patrick Flannery? Spotlight? Oh uh, no! Uh, in uh, Fire in the Sky. Never seen it. Oh, okay, whatever. And then there's Mar- the then Mars Attacks. That was a good one yep, too. Yep, that's right. Uh, in or out on Zoom parties? Zoom parties. Uh, I guess I'm in on that. I'm in on that. Unfortunately, it's uh, I've done a couple with my family. Um, we actually did a Zoom scavenger hunt with the entire family, with all the kids and stuff like that. So it's a it's a necessary evil. Do I like doing it? No, but it's a necessary evil. And finally, uh, TikTok in or out? TikTok. I'm I'm in on TikTok. I'm in on TikTok. I would love to go viral on TikTok. What a strange, strange platform TikTok is. Uh, but I'm I'm in on it. I, I just kind of like the new thing, to be honest with you. I always like that stuff. All right, Dave. You can only pick three. You know those stupid memes that are out there. Only pick three or whatever. Yep. 
You can only. By the way, pick. can we just say the evolution of Joey Murray to Joe Murray hasn't it hasn't happened. This is something that would happen on the Sports Blast. Yes, you know, so listen, I, I, Dave. What I learned, what I learned, and like quickly at the Sports Hub was, yeah, I played sports. I know sports. I know it. I can talk about sports with anybody. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares that the fullback can get to the second level to knock out the linebacker that will take away a safety, and if you cut outside, it's a touchdown. Nobody gives a shit. Nobody does. What they care about is the drama and the rumors and, like, discussion that has nothing to do with sports. There you go. That's what I've learned. That's right. When we were at WBNW, I said the exact same thing to you. I said, we just need an FM sports station in this town, and then you're going to get there, Joe. And, you know, that's, right. that's what we predicted. What can I say? That's right, Pat. Here we should have had a crystal ball back. I mean, I'm telling you, we had the ideas back then. Oh, God. For anyone we reality show, trust me, it would be a lot more fuck-ups than anything to pat ourselves on the back with. Plus, dude, they were... D- yeah, you know how a little while ago you were like, Joe, you think you know the No, it's not I don't know. What I know is is that the station only I know how they work. Yeah. You just gotta say and do and be available. No, you're just <laughs> I'm telling you. You've never you you will never change. You're you <laughs> you would have said this 15 years ago. It's the exact same thing. Whereas I want to find a way to to get to just get it done somehow. I don't know. You've been fired though. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I have been fired. I sure have been. 40, you pushed, 48 hours. There was pushed, a strong 48 hours. You pushed the needle. Uh you can only pick three. You can only pick three Rocky movies of the whatever there are. I'm not a Rocky uh, movie guy. Yeah, I'm not a Rocky guy. I know. I know. <sighs> I'm sorry. I don't uh <sighs> I did like Creed to be honest. All right, you can only pick three friends characters. Oh, friends. Jesus. Woof. Um Hmm, I, I guess uh, Joey, uh, Rachel, and uh, I hated Phoebe. I hated Ross. I didn't like Chandler. Uh, am I missing one? Who's the other one? Um, who's the girl? Didn't I just miss the other Monica, girl? Monica. Monica. We'll go with Monica. Uh, three past wrestlers. Ooh, three. That's a tough one. Austin has to be number one. That guy was just unbelievable. Um, Austin, The Rock... Austin, The Rock, and probably Bret Hart. Bret Hart was my number one growing up mm. until Austin came along. Yeah. Mm. Why? Well, you're not liking that at all? No, what are you, not, what are you, yeah. all right. what are no, you saying? I don't know. I thought you'd go a little, I thought you'd get a little more creative. Uh, what? Fuck you. What, what is your creative? I don't know. I I, I, I like Stone Cold. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I like The Undertaker. <laughs> and I like Bray Wyatt. Uh, I'll give you Bray Wyatt right now. Bray Wyatt is like literally I, I can't stay with the storylines now, but I'd have to like from a creativity standpoint, he's by far like the most oh, creative, probably he, underutilized he, in the He last doesn't even need years. to wrestle. He's, yeah, he's fat. And he's, I love yeah. that. Yeah. Um pick three nine oh two one oh characters. Ooh, uh I mean you had to be a Brandon guy, right? Like if you weren't a Brandon guy and respect I mean, I'll talk about integrity. Brandon Walsh had integrity. <laughs> Uh, and then you got to go with Kelly because she was just such a smoke. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, I wasn't a Dylan, Dylan, yeah. And I can't go with uh, Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Those years weren't mm, great. Val- Valerie, uh, yeah, Valerie. I can't go with Valerie. David, David Silver. David Silver was so geeky in the first few seasons, so I'm not. I'm so not so it's, it's got to be Steve Sanders. Yeah, I'll go with Steve Sanders. Yeah, I like Steve Sanders. He's a ball still ball. going. Yeah, still going strong. Yeah, he had the uh, Sharknado and everything like that. Yeah, I'll go with Steve Sanders, sure. I know you're a nano too. By the way, is that stuff still like a thing? I talk about that all the time. Like, do you kid- not that that was kids. That was more like late high school, early college type show. Does that show exist now? 
Uh, well, they tried to do a rerun, but they do. Um, they show like uh, previous episodes. No, I'm talking about like, does is there a comparable to 90210? Oh man! Like, and take away Netflix because I know Netflix has a bunch of no, no, there isn't on on actual television. I don't think there is. No, because yeah. every episode had something going on to teach you a lesson. Yep. Like, don't hit women. Don't do drugs. Don't yeah. steal. Don't That's cheat right. on your tests. Yep. You know, don't get, don't the let last, your father. I don't think the last good one, because I didn't go along, I didn't go along with like the later CW shows of the, like One Tree Hill, I think was too feminine. Uh, mm-hmm. But the OC was out of control good. I have something for you coming up in just a minute on that. Okay. Uh, only pick only three radio hosts you've worked with. Um, not that I've worked with that many. Um, in terms of just like the overall overall experience, <laughs> I, I love like Kim Carrigan to me is family. So I'm just going to, She's definitely there. She's I love her. Uh, and then I loved work. Honestly, three weeks, three weeks with Kirk was the most creative shit I've ever been a part of. So Kirk and Jerry right there. They're that, uh, that quick. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Um, All right, I forgot Joey Murr. Jesus Christ. Uh, I know he doesn't exist anymore, but Joey Murr is definitely up there. He was. Yeah, he's a great character. Uh, OK, this is what we call musings. Okay. I'm going to save you the uh, the music. Um. What do you think of wrestling these days? Um, they've had some bad weeks. The XFL went down. Uh, WrestleMania was basically canceled, even though they had it. The Fink died. Yep. Um, the ratings are down, and now WWE's in discussions of possibly selling. Yep. How's the thrill ride feel about all that? Um, forget the last time I talked to him. He's very. I think he's really down on WWE right now. I think he's super high on AEW. Um, I, from my perspective, I thought WrestleMania was one of the worst pieces of content I have ever consumed in my life of anything. And that's, I guess, super harsh because I didn't really give like raw or SmackDown a shot with no, with no fans. And I'm a, I'm a fair weather fan anyway, to begin with, I'm not really as into it. I'm just down on, I've been down on the business for a while. I, I feel like I don't have the credibility to back up the shit I say, but then all of a sudden I go see people on Twitter that do have that credibility and they're saying the same exact thing, which is just creative is awful. Uh, the company just seems to be making all the wrong decisions. And meanwhile, you know, you got Vince McMahon pulling this XFL bullshit. Like it just doesn't seem like it's all there. So I would love him to sell it and just see what like a Disney can do with it, to be honest with you. See, we, it, I think it was I think the latest rumor was Fox and Disney were in the mix to buy it. Right. I and, hope they let because Dana White sold and still could uh, run it. Yeah, yeah, but I don't want Vince McMahon anywhere near it. I would rather Triple H do it. I don't want. I just I don't get it. It doesn't have the hook that it, I felt like it had for me growing up. I just there's literally there's nothing. There's there's I don't remember the last time it had a hook for me. Okay, what do you think of the Jordan documentary? Uh, Jordan documentary, I like it. I think it's overhyped. I think it's kind of all it's like because it just kind of goes all over over the place stylistically. I think it's overhyped because blue check marks on Twitter and everything like that are just like obsessed with new content during this stay at home bullshit. So I think it's, it's good. It would be something I'd enjoy in the regular, you know, media or content consumption world. But I think it's just a little too, a little too overhyped, but I'm, I mean, I'm enjoying it. Like, but I like the dumb shit. Like I like learning that Adidas passed him. I yeah. like, or you know, Carmen Electra in a bedroom or Carmen Electra with Dennis Rodman. And, you know, and I, we were even talking about that today about, you know, how, about Dennis Rodman a little bit, but like Dennis Rodman was fucking huge when I was growing up. Like he was, he was part of the NWO. He was in the he, was fucking, he, fucking, he owned MTV for a while. Like so, I, he, it's, I don't know. It's, 
he is a bad guy still. Like I think he's yeah. a bad guy. I think there's some allegations yeah. against a lot, him. a lot of political stuff for Jerry to poke holes in. Him, there's, right? a, there's plenty of stuff. But yes, I in, in a nutshell, I like it, but I do think it's overhyped for sure. How do you feel about these deadly hornets coming to the USA? I I mean, I see the headlines making it seem like, you know, they're going to kill you and I, which I think it was like, what they say, like 50 of them. They're going to take over a beehive and then yeah. make more bees and then they're going to get you it's, after. It's bad that they're going to, that they're like killing off the bee population, but I don't think you and I are at risk. So like reading the CBS news headlines that make it seem like they're going to kill me. It's a little absurd. So. I guess a guy wore like a suit, a bee suit that like protects you. And he still got stung. And it just still went through. <laughs> and it still went through. Like, Jesus, dude. Um, PJ Axelson, is he still your guy? PJ, it's, it's like my gimmick guy, right? He's like my go-to gimmick guy. I Just something about PJ Axelson on the penalty kill. Just something about that is one of the sexiest things I've ever thought thought about. In my I life. had uh, I had Andrew Raycroft on last Friday. And yeah. my, my was that, telling him, hey, how's PJ? Um, he talk to, if he is, if he's a hookup to PJ... I'll take that. I got a PJ Axis in Jersey. I'm the only one in globally who who has it. I would love to get that sign. Razor, if you are listening, yes. uh, which he does. Um we need the hookup. Need it. And he's got Hal, he's his best friends with Hal Gill too. How was how was uh how was his takes on like this pop culture stuff? Like he's an He was one. good. He was good. So I'll, I'll admit I've known him I've known him now for a couple of years we've become friendly. At first he was a little stiffy, you know. Yeah. He's better. My, he's got. He's actually come leap. So, don't you think? Out. Isn't that is that another example for Dave Conan? That like, uh, you, uh, I'm working on it. Is that okay? So, so let's just not let's not typecast someone as goaltender in the National Hockey League. Maybe there are other things he can do, and let's not take the easy yeah. way and only An- analy- say hockey talk. analyst. No, let's just not only talk about hockey analysts. There might, maybe he could also comment on nine hundred two one zero. Who knows? He, he might be able to. Yeah, he actually did all these questions I'm asking you. Oh, he good. answered very well as good. regurgitating the content. I love it. Uh, Jake, you mentioned the OC. How do you feel about Jay Cutler getting divorced and him making uh, Kristen Cavallari pay for it? Um. Uh, <laughs> oh God, I I don't. That's a power that. move, by the way. That is a power move. Uh, has there been any spe- is it speculation that he cheated? Like, what's the what is the rumors going around? I feel like I haven't even read the rumors. Don't know. Yeah, he was actually. I watched a couple of the episodes of that reality show. He's, he was actually entertaining. Yeah, but like he yelled at his teammates. I'm sure he yelled at yeah. her. Yeah, yeah. He's. I'm. I'm sure he's not the best human being, but she also seems like a psychopath to deal with. So, but yeah, that's. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I tweeted out the other day that how mad she must be that they get divorced, but. Jay Cutler's name is trending. Not, yeah, 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 not, like not her. Yeah. She'll be she'll be just fine. Um, all right, Dave. This is uh, how we wrap up the show. Uh, we call it quarantine time. Quarantine okay. time. Ooh, wow, look at this. Instead yeah. of quarantine. Yep. Uh, what shows are you currently watching? Oh God, you're gonna bury me for this. So my my uh, remote control is dominated by one person, and it's my wife Holly. So we are currently. Uh, almost fully caught up get ready you ready are you ready for this we're almost fully caught up with the real housewives of beverly hills we're this i, watch, close. I watch it okay all right is that the one with vicky and tamara and all them um Vic, vicky's no that's a no uh, well, who's on this one uh this is like oh, the rinner erica um, yeah erica pump rules guy too yeah yeah okay i know that whole crew yeah yeah oh, so no, we're, I know. we're in the bravo circuit we're in the Bravo circuit for sure. Yeah, there's uh, Erica, and then like the the chick is upset with the. Uh, so there's the drunk girl. Yeah. There's uh, yep, yep. uh Dorit. No, is yep. she on this one? Dorit is on this. Dorit, one. Yeah. yeah. 
so so Dorit is okay. I know I know exactly what we're talking about. Here. Yes. So that's that is our cycle right now. We, the last, we're, we're the a Bravo family. The last episode I saw was the blonde chick was dating a new person, and then the girl was having a party, but she didn't want the boyfriend to be there because she talked smack. I don't know if you know. Maybe you're not I caught up. Know. on that. Can't remember. I'm sure I saw I it. I can't remember. But the, okay. if you're not, if you're not a Bravo person, you got to get on the train because. Below Deck is the greatest television show on TV. Like hands down, it's the greatest show. So go watch that. No, I I, I get sucked into some shows. Like yeah. uh, I've been watching Dave. It's a show about the rapper Little Dicky. It's on yep. FXX. Yep, dude, Heard it's awesome. That. That's it's a good show. I should awesome. check that out. Dude, funny as hell. Thirty yep. minutes though of just like and his white guy rapping, which is I'm I'll sure take that. The last rational, like the actual rational decision making show that I watched was Veep. I loved Veep. I thought okay. that was the funniest right. show that I've ever seen in my life. I love that show. It's okay. Uh, yeah, that and then Insecure, if you get a chance to watch that, it's on HBO. Not yep. sure if that's up your alley, Dave. But I'll add it to the list. I'll give, um, anything, I'll give anything a try. As soon as then, I'm done with uh, every season. Well, I mean, I finished Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I'll be caught up. Then I got to go to Orange County. Then I got uh, to uh, yep. go to The one in New York. I've been uh, That one I've been watching. And yep. uh, yeah. Oh, no. I've, I've seen them all. Don't worry. I've been there. Right. Right. Um, and then another show, the, A Dark Side of the Ropes, if you get a chance wrestling, if you're a big wrestling fan. I saw the, uh, I saw the Chris Benoit one. Which awesome! Was fantastic. The uh, the one last two weeks ago was about Doctor David Schultz. I actually tweeted something out. Is that from, the, um, what was his name? The dentist, right? He the, was no, dentist. no, Doctor D was his name. Oh. But uh, he he essentially like slapped a reporter from 2020 in the face and was like, "Wrestling's not fake." Does that think it's fake? And then he got fired. Jeez. And then he became a bounty hunter. Hmm. <clears throat> See, I'm, I'm. That's why I go back to. I'm a fair weather fan. I'm a, I'm a shitty fan of the industry because, like, I want the names, right? So if I see Dark Side of the Ropes, I'm looking for the Benoit episode. Yeah, you want to watch the Owen Hart one. Or the I want yeah, the Owen Hart one. one. Correct. I actually Montreal, Montreal Screwjob. Which, by the way, like, I don't give a shit. You could put out a new piece of content on the Montreal Screwjob, and I'll consume every fucking thing. Like, literally, I've seen this. I know the story. I've seen every aspect of it, but I'll watch it. Every single time, like I, I, the moment that Austin Bret Hart one came out, I watched it. You know what I mean? It's just, it's a good story. It's great. Uh, what food are you? Foods are you currently snacking on? Big pizza guy. Big pizza guy. Like, so I, like I, I frozen make, pizza, or I like I buy the dough at the store and then make then make the pizza myself. So I'm a big pizza guy. Um, I'm a candy guy. Like I'm not like a chips guy or anything like that. I'm a be- like a dumb candy guy too. Like a skittle starburst candy guy not like a chocolate type guy so i've been munching on fruit snacks fruit snacks what kind you know those little uh like the little packages of fruit snacks like they they're yeah, like kind of like gushers without like the gush yes those you know what, things you know what is a real shame if you want to get into this conversation is that i've been in the grocery store looking for these five times in a row and haven't found them anywhere and that is shark bites and dude shark they have mar- it was see i live near market basket and they have so, in the market basket? Yes, yeah, I'm I'm like more north than you. Yes. Yeah, see, but uh, shark bites, like some other things in our world, has changed over the time. They've changed like like the dumb move with the getting rid of lime and going to green apple with Skittles. Shark bites seems to have also changed their kind of recipe of how they make it to save a buck. And I think that is a hindrance on the product. But I'm still looking for them. I gotta find them again. Dave, great Scott closed this week. I wanted to ask you, what's the best concert venue that you've ever been to? Ooh, tough tough question i'm not like crazy into the into the music scene i love house of blues in boston i just think that's a great venue uh i i mean i hate the garden i hate the Xfinity center uh i don't mind what is it now is it still blue hills pavilion i don't mm-hmm. mind it but i don't love it 
Uh, best one I ever went to was probably in New York. It was Pier Something. Um, and it's basically like you're looking at the stage and right behind it is the Statue of Liberty. It was just a great... Oh, yeah. it was a I was great I was there for WrestleMania last year. They oh, had... Great. Yeah, thing. it was cool. It was very actually very nice. Uh, yeah, was mine cool. was at night, though. It was freezing. Oh, yeah. Um, this is... Yeah, it's at night and you see the lights and the city. I, I don't know. That was just a cool venue. Yeah. Uh, I Mine's the Avalon before the House of Blues. The Avalon. And, dude, there's a place in Guilford, New Hampshire, if you ever get a chance. Yep. It's like past Lake Winnipesaukee. I saw Snoop Dogg there last year. It was unbelievable. So that's, it, I just always figured that that was the same thing as the Xfinity Center. It's like a, it kind of is the, yeah. like the the Lakes Regions version of it. Yeah. Um, but it it was awesome. Like, oh, actually, no... in, in New York, there's a place like that too. SPAC. Um, oh. I forget where in New York, but that's a gr- that's a great place to see a concert too. That's a good one. Greatest video game athlete of all time. Oh. I who tweeted who tweeted this was this um I think it was a J Stu uh, J Stu tweeted this if, if, to to not say Pavel Bure in uh, NHL oh that's a good one and not say Pavel Bure seems like an absolute maniac level uh, decision on whoever's part but then someone busted out Ronick and Ronick was dominant too oh, yeah geez. yeah that that was a great thread I, I forget all the names but there was some, that was a good thread Bo Jackson Tecmo Bowl. Yeah. Michael Vick, a quarterback. Yep, Michael Vick was a good one. What? Uh, which ones? Which Madden specifically? I think that was. Which one was that? I don't know. When, when, when did the dog things happen? Uh, not not too many things piqued my interest, like uh, like video game. Actually, not even just video, like specifically that Ken G- Griffey Jr. game for N sixty four. Like, what a fucking game! What a game! Just yeah, great I used to play Tony Larusa baseball. That was pretty fun. I like that. Yep. Yep. Um, Mortal. Yeah. Then there was know a- something crazy, by the way. This is just a dumb, stupid story. Sega had a game, Sports Jeopardy. Do you ever play Sports Jeopardy? No. The actual game. When I tell you, when I tell you, I played that game 10,000 times with a group of people, with whatever. We never beat the fucking game. We always lost at the Daily Double. There's something I, I need to I need to hack that game. Go find it. Yeah, I gotta find that. Game. You're not doing anything, right? Besides, your true. Kids. I got nothing. Well, can't leave. Yeah, minus the kids, I got nothing but time. But yes. Um, boy, this was gonna lead me lead me somewhere here, and now I forget what I was gonna say. Oh, all right. So that's it for um for corn. Oh, how do you feel about cameo? I saw I saw you wanted to talk about that. I had no idea where you were going with that. The stupid call out thing. Yeah. I mean, like, I, is Jerry Callahan on cameo? Jerry's not on cameo. Yeah, I think so, this is so I know the Scott Zolak trend might get all these all these. You gotta, you gotta talk to him. Yeah, I'll talk to him about it. Um, I don't understand. Like, I don't I don't really get it because unless Cameo is marketing you and unless they get a shitload of traffic directly to their website, why can't you just do it yourself? Because I'm assuming Zoe, when he goes and posts that on Twitter, he only gets people to buy his cameo when he personally puts it out there. So can't you just like Venmo me a hundred bucks and I'll do it for you or something like that? You know side, what I mean? Side hustle. Does Cameo get a piece of this? Yeah, Cameo takes like thirty percent, I think. Wow. Yes. Yeah. So I don't. I. I I'm, I'm a hypocrite because I just did it with the guy from Blow Deck for my wife. Um, but it seems to me like it would be an easy thing to just. So do. you. You are fucking hilarious. You know that. I'm a hypocrite. You give a take and then you're a hypocrite. Yeah. Like, well, they, well, how else? He didn't. I would have bought it directly through him if I could have. As I'm buying it, I'm thinking to myself, okay, mm-hmm. I spent a hundred dollars for this guy to do a cameo. He's only pocketing seventy of it. I'd rather him pocket a hundred. Makes no sense for the thousands of people that will watch this podcast. Yes, uh, myself and Dave, we will do cameos for you. 
but we yeah. will only take a Venmo. Only Venmo. Yes, only Venmo. I can give you my. I think I. I think I'm Dave Cullinan on Venmo. So it's easy I to. Think, I think I'm at Joey Murr. Joey Murr. Wow, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta figure out this brand. You gotta figure out this thing. Going I still, on. I still own JoeyMurr.com too. That's unbelievable. But yeah, unfortunately, one day, Dave, it's uh, Joe Murray, and then uh, just Six sitting here. Ball. So just sitting here started. I was on Toucher and Rich, and um, they were telling me that they like it that I'm like the producer likes that I'm always sitting there because if he needs me to to go, I'm I'm there. So you're, like you're sitting there, yeah, because I was just sitting there, yeah. So when I get up, they 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 have a sounder. It's like if I get up to go to the bathroom, move around, they're like, Joe, what are you doing? Why are you moving from the chair? So what? So for four hours, you make what? Do you Te- make one technically back- five hours? Technically four and a half hours, five hours. So I get yep. paid for five. Yep. Um, I get up once or none. Wow, good for you. And I'm a, I'm a big. Uh, I don't really get up either, to be honest with you. So I, I never, even during four hour shifts like that, I would never, I would never get. Up. I don't. Maybe that's from the WBW days. Yeah, I don't it's, know. It's turned into like a high. Like I drink a shitload of coffee and I want to like hold off from going to the bathroom, and then when I go, I'm in there for like. You know, yeah. five minutes straight, I, but it's it's like a high. I don't know. But why. like between updates, searching Twitter, what's going on, time yeah. and temperature, and getting these damn reads right, because yep. yep, you make you make one mistake and you'll hear about it. I'm sure you're still hearing about your mistakes. Uh, uh, trust me, I make one. <laughs> but you make one, and it's like uh, they're not going to uh, ever live it down. So, uh, all right, so he's Dave calling in. It was good to catch up, Dave. Yeah, this is good. Um, you're gonna you're gonna blow up someday. Oh please. Um, who knows? Jerry Callahan will be back in radio. Maybe you should like write a write a thing about. Uh, well, he's back on the podcast, but he's maybe podcast. maybe yep. he'll. Uh, I don't know. Maybe he'll like arise again. Like, does he want to do any more work, or is what he? Did, what did you just say? I does he want to do any more work besides this podcast? I'm sure he'd be open to anything to it. You know what I mean? Like, if the podcast is going really well, but it is. There's something about. There's something about showing up every day and like only working with three people. Do you know what I mean? Like there's something like so you can go all day and you can take it very seriously. You can do the best you can. And then you look around and like you have a question. There's only one person to go to. There's something great about that. But then there's something weird about that. Mm. You know what I mean? Have you ever talked to Portnoy? Uh, no, he used to come on as, as a guest every now and then. Uh, even but on every show. What I used about to, you, though? I've you, never talked to Portnoy directly. You've never? Okay. No. Uh, there was a thing where I tried to pitch Kirk on bringing me on to his staff after i was there and i did a horrible thing about how you would love as a sales guy from wbnw days you would have fucking loved this i was trying to tell him that they wouldn't have to pay me cash they could pay me in ad dollars that i could then go not necessarily just like sell directly but like if somebody made a sale basically affiliate sales you know that stuff like you know how google you can pay per ad you can pay per click and shit like that so either way i was trying to like make some funny deal and Kirk was like, fine. Yeah, yeah. I think you called me about something like this, but go I ahead. For, I forget, but whatever. So nobody nobody understands what I'm ever saying when I'm talking about it on a show like this or whatever. If we're having a private conversation, they could figure it out. But I went and he told me I could go talk to Barstool about it. And I talked to a guy at Barstool and he's just like, whatever. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. So it never ended up happening, but I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, I, you're, you're all over social media. Everyone knows who Dave Colonine is now. <laughs> I don't. I don't think they do. I know, dude. I you mentioned your name. Know I'm just like annoying little pest on. No, you know what it is. Everyone's nosy in in radio. Everyone's yeah. nosy. Uh, they want to know what's going on. Who's doing what? Oh, I see. Joe Murray's doing a podcast now. Oh, yeah. uh, oh, yeah. Dave Cullen. He was just a minute. Now he's doing a Callahan. It's like everyone's got their eye on something, wondering what's going on. Yeah. 
Hey, shit. Well, either way, it's fun. You know what I mean? Like that was, I was probably, I had Twitter for years. Uh, I would tweet and get no response. I fill in for Kirk for three weeks. He gives me relevancy. And now I have people who actually like interact with me. So I am not talking to myself all, all day, which is nice. So, um, all right, man. Well, uh, this has been fun. I'm still trying to get full time. You know? Yeah. You always, you always, I, you always I, probably will, to be honest. I, I, <laughs> you know what, Dave? It's your brand. It's part of your brand. You know? Dave, you're right. They, I control what I can control. Yep. I'm not a know-it-all like you think I am. Yep. I'm happy with my role. You know, you know what everyone else should do, like what they have to do in radio to to get a job or whatever, and you just kind of know, like you're just not gonna get full time. Like you're just, you're just, you've sold yourself on your own so, bullshit. To be so, honest. so you know how in Rudy. You know, Rudy's like, hey, you know, the guy says to him, hey, if I ever, uh, you know, make you ever make the team and you're there, I'll be there for the game. Yes. When I'm full time, I'm going to fucking call you. And I'm like, hey, Dave, fuck you, buddy. And I'm just going to send the bet. Who's the wild man now? <laughs> <laughs> like, unbelievable. Oh, that, that we, be we will end it there. That was yeah. good. You need, <laughs> you're like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, this is an honest podcast, right? This is transparent. Like, you're in a shitty situation. Because, like, who's dying off the sports hub anytime soon? That's a reality. Like, you're, you are, you're right. You are fucked. I just want to be there. I yeah. mean, shit, we, we did a gambling podcast that got sponsored. They gave yep. us a show. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, and I'm, I mean, you're, you're obviously gambling is only going to take off more and more. So you, Hopefully. you should be sitting pretty at some point. Hopefully. Yeah. Who knows what's going to happen? Literally, yep. we are living in the unknown, Dave. Yes. Well, if you ever need a producer for one of your gambling All shows. All right. I know, I know a guy. All right, uh, when can we hear the Callahan podcast again? Uh, posts every day at 10 o'clock, uh, Monday, well, Monday through Thursday. Try to do Friday, so we're there. But uh, And we stream live on Facebook just like this podcast. So if you go to Callahan Podcast. Only on Facebook? I Only on only on Facebook because I'm trying to build that. I literally launched it last week. So I'm trying to build that. Um, and, and I feel like, I don't know, I feel like the Periscope comments, get you get bogged down on that shit. And also, this software sucks that we're using. I'll go on there all the time and try to comment on other people who use it. And it says, like, this broadcaster limits comments. And I, I've never limited comments in my life. I have no idea what it's, you know what I mean? So there's no setting that you can click in this. So I don't get it. Well, ours, this didn't really work for us until I didn't get comments either. halfway through. Well, yeah. we got comments. That's probably but... your guess. Probably nobody's watching because nobody knows who the hell I am. He is Dave Cullinane of the Callahan Podcast. You can check out the show every day uh, with G, Jerry Callahan, formerly of WEI and uh, of the Boston Herald and Sports Illustrated as well. Dave, thank you. It was great to catch up. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm going to wrap up the show. I'm on with Adam Jones tonight. How about that? Myself and Adam Jones. I I don't know what we're going to talk about, but Jones will have some sort of take. And then I'll have to uh, fight with him about that. Jones is a frustrating bastard, is he not? He Dude, he's so talented, though. Yeah, he, he get people like oh, the Dark Knight. Like, no, he is, he is, uh, he is uber talented. So, yep. uh, I'm gonna the show won't be at noon tomorrow. It's gonna be at four o'clock at Cinco de Mayo. I'm gonna actually have a drink during the show. How's that sound? Very nice. Um, and Kristen Sermon will be with me tomorrow. We're gonna have some fun. She's a producer, Dave. If you don't know her, she's at 95 the Sports Hub. Cool. Um, she'll be on with me tomorrow. Adam Kaufman this week. Remember that guy? Yes. Uh, Ty Anderson will be on this week. And we have a mystery guest for Friday. Don't do the mystery guest. No, don't do the, announce the mystery guest today. Do not do the mystery. That never goes well. That just never goes well. Maybe we'll announce it tomorrow. Yeah, do it. Do it. Uh, all right. I got to get out of here. Uh, for Dave Cullinane, I'm Joe Murray. Just sitting here. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 4 o'clock. We're changing the time. Uh, here on Just Sitting Here on Spotify, YouTube, and iTunes.